Whoopee. Oh, Whoopee. Oh, Whoopee. There's really no joke for Whoopi Goldberg's name. It's just Whoopi. Or Karen. Her real name is Karen. But. Oh, girl. Remember, you can't hear the music. Since you can't hear the music, it's because you're watching. Thank you for watching. But if you want to listen, you got to head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else podcasts to listen to so that you can hear the intro music and other things. Gracias. Hey, y'all remember when I had the show in Spanish? <laughs> I'ma paint the city red with this one. I'ma head with this one. See you fucking with the ball. Two toys way before Christmas. No assistance, just that persistence with that commitment. If I don't get it, somebody gonna die tonight. I know my vibe is tight. Oh, am I not allowed to say that? It's a song. It's a song. It's a song. See, I be riding just riding alone. It's Kasabian. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I've been on my workouts, so I'm back with the Blender Ball Cups. My name is Xavier Lavo. Welcome back to the Xavier Lavo Show, live from Las Vegas, where I am in uh, my tower like Rapunzel, just hidden from the city. No, nah, I'm playing. We filmed this shit on the east side. Whoa, no, I'm playing. <laughs> just, I'm just on one because I'm on one. Let's get into today's show and and let's let's try to make it as uh as positive as possible. I don't know. I just feel like so much negative news, but I'm trying. And I think the Willby Goldberg thing was um eye-opening. And I believe that, you know, February, unfortunately, when we talk black history, they always seem to go back to the same shit and just always lead off with slavery. And it's it's just uh, it's such a terrible way to ha- um to me it's a terrible representation of what history would be it just seems like they just bring up all the negatives god forbid they brought up all the black scientists black doctors black attorneys black inventors black everything that have changed the world not just the united states the entire world the good thing about the united states that always seems to be forgotten is that this is the only place in the world that gives you the opportunity to change the world let's be very clear everything that GPS was made by a black woman. She's still alive. She's not dead. She created GPS. I mean, GPS has changed everything that we do. Without GPS, there would be no Uber and Lyft. Without GPS, planes would have issue. Without GPS, you would have to still print out that paper that said, go left, go right. Now, I don't have her name on hand because I wasn't going to do this today. I really wanted to say Fridays and then do like a list of just important figures for Black History Month so that you kids that are listening and anyone else understands that black history has a lot more to do than with just slavery. Uh, the simple fact that that's what they like to focus on. And they always tell the story differently all the time. Shit always changes. If they told the real story and the real history of how this shit really all came about, we could get past their side of the story. And then we could start to see what happened afterwards. And meaning I'm just, it, it's old to say that we were just all encaptured and this, that, and the third. And our people have been, I'm Puerto Rican. My grandfather was black. He's a black Puerto Rican. My father was a black Puerto Rican. My grandmother was a fair skinned Puerto Rican woman. And my mother actually was blonde hair is blonde hair and blue eyes, but she's full Puerto Rican. Her father was black and her mother was what you would call a light skinned Puerto Rican. And my mother popped out. We have a lot of mixes and who knows, maybe grandma got out there and and had some fun with the milkman. I don't fucking know, but my family's very diverse and very multicolored and multi 
even looks shit some got curly hair some got straight hair some got you know our skin tones are different like my eyes are green none of my kids got colored eyes my mom has blue eyes my grandfather was black with blue eyes like it's we're very diverse and they never talk about us the caribbeans they never you never hear anything about what we went through and 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 it's beyond that i hate i don't want to play that game where we just play the semantics of who had it worse it's not even that it's just our history is intertwined during that whole time of of the slave trade well that trade had been going on for quite some time and it was going through the caribbeans and the caribbeans actually used as almost like a jail and like a place where they just dumped off people you know how fucked up it is to think that our history started off with our people being captured sold and just dropped off on an island like, it's insane that that's what we consider our history. And although it's going to be perpetuated all month and then everybody's going to they're going to do that bullshit where they go, oh, but, you know, after slavery, things have gotten so much better for you guys. No, it really hasn't. Puerto Rico is actually falling the fuck apart. If anybody's paid attention to what's going on in Puerto Rico, it's terrible. I feel like I'm very disconnected. At one point in my life, I wanted to do everything I could to help Puerto Rico. And now I feel like I don't even know what the solution would be. I don't have an answer for it. But that doesn't get talked about either. They like to talk about history, but they don't. They just want to put a picture up as if they were wrong at one point. And you know who I'm talking about when I say they. But the the imagery is that at one point they were bad people. Now they're such great people. They're so inclusive and blah, blah, blah. And it's just all bullshit. We're all people. Uh, Our history is definitely, um, for a lack of better words, darker than others. And it's a beautiful history. We have changed the world. We uh, the, the, the idea that the minority in a country that gives so much power to people, the minority has been the majority voice. They've changed like literally hip hop. Cause I'm a hip hop baby. First and foremost, like everything, all bullshit aside, like it's hip hop. I'm from the Bronx. Can you see what's going on in the world? Everybody dresses like us. Everybody talks like us. Our music runs the world like from little Yachty. And I have to do that because I see him and I'm just blown away. Like I see little Yachty and go, that's one of today's rappers from little Yachty, excuse me, little Yachty all the way on down to Big Daddy Kane and all them. And you know why I got to mix that together just so you know where hip hop came from. You know what I'm saying? And the idea that we took over the world, like that's our history. That beautiful idea of music and us telling a story and a struggle. And that shit hurt. This ring is heavy as fuck. That idea and storytelling and 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 dancing and, and just our culture that we developed in the streets is second to none. It's all over the world. Uh, we will be talking about uh, different entities and different parties that definitely changed our life and our world during black history month um as always we have to pay respect i mean we should do better my show isn't a history show it's a today show so unfortunately i really don't dive back into you know historic issues per se it's not a bad thing and i would definitely try to do better but you know it's an evergreen thing that when you do i would rather do like a standalone show dedicated to really putting in time so i could do my research and be able to give the proper information but nonetheless, I um damn, I can't believe we started that way. <laughs> I cannot believe we started that way. Uh I do want to say this that um when 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 you're in school, I want you to remember that school is the simplistic and most basic form of education that one can ever get. Like the education that you'll get on your own on the street or learning something by yourself or learning something because you sought it, you sought uh, the information, you went out and looked for it yourself. That's priceless. School's supposed to be for work. 
they don't do a good job of teaching you how to get a job. So when school's teaching you history, do we count on them to tell us the right history? No, they're telling their history. We grew up with books that had white people wearing the, the Egyptian garb and they would tell us that those were Egyptians. Egyptians look like me and they're a little bit darker or a lot darker, depending on what part of Egypt you're at. Egypt's in Africa. They never talk about it. They never talk about it. They make it seem like Africa is this poor place with flies and, and poor potbelly babies that aren't getting fed. No, I mean, it's showing that imagery you can do the same thing by showing a neighborhood in detroit that's destroyed i got some neighborhoods here in las vegas that look the same way and they've always promoted that imagery from africa and that's not true africa is one of the richest continents in the world gold diamonds if you've ever even seen real pictures of what south africa looks like it's amazing and although they have dealt with racism at you know at a maximum level with the apartheid uh there's so much more to africa that we just don't know we don't know and we don't talk about. And America has a very tainted history and we need to one day honestly probably have a great conversation as to why we can't get this shit right. I don't think anybody really wants an apology, but I do want that the information that we pass on from here forward doesn't cause any more divide. What's done is done. We can't go back and change it. So get over the the stigma of I have to apologize. And I'm talking to white people that always feel like apologizing is what's going to make it better. No, if you didn't have any participation in it or your family didn't have any participation in it, do not feel guilty for what has happened. And we shouldn't take out any frustrations on you. Don't fuck up how I eat and we good. That's it. You see what I'm saying? That goes for everybody and anybody. Whoopi Goldberg uh, said something on her show yesterday that was pretty ignorant or the day before it was very ignorant we'll be talking about that I was gonna do an Aziz I'm sorry review I couldn't get through it sorry I really I just couldn't get through it I'm sorry Aziz if it's for you it's for you we'll talk about the stock market slightly uh, we'll talk about Carolyn uh, or excuse me Karen I think they spelled her name different too Karen Johnson Karen Johnson Karen Elaine Johnson. Summer Walker had a new haircut. It was it was wild. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Eminem. Excuse me, being nominated. Uh, a YouTuber faked his death and now is in critical condition after having a really bad accident. We'll talk about him. Excuse me. Oh, okay. I got hiccups. Uh, Mondays is when we do mental health, but I just wanted to like just touch on on mental health because I had a conversation with my son and he has anxieties and he overthinks things. And I, I touched on it on Monday. Um, depression sucks ass and when you're on papers for it like when somebody like says oh shit like you're clinically depressed and you're this that and the third it's it, it's not fun it's not like we choose this shit i hate being miserable like i don't want to be miserable and then you just gotta hide it because if you take it out on other people then they feel like you're a problem or you're a menace and then they just want us to live in like seclusion because we don't understand what's wrong with us um, if you're suffering through depression or stress or any type of anxiety that causes you to feel like you have to stay away from people because you're the problem, just I want you to know that you're not. You're not a problem. This shit sucks. We don't want to be this way. For anybody that thinks that people that are having mental health issues and are the, that are depressed, that are just it's a fucking uh, uh, a mood swing or or a phase. It's not. We're sick and we just ask for grace. I don't want to be this way. It's hard. Everything stacks up and it just feels like the weight of the world's on your shoulders and, and you just don't know how to operate and you explode or you just stay to yourself and just try to act like nothing's wrong. So you just keep on talking and just make it seem like everything's OK. But, you know, mental health and uh, 
it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to even explain. But just know that you're not alone. So there was a big break into Michael K. Williams' death. He was poisoned. Michael K. Williams is a great actor, and I wasn't too uh, familiar with all of his work, but I didn't know who he was. And he was first allegedly reported that he overdosed. And I said very clearly on this show that that man did not overdose. That man was poisoned. He went with an intention to do one certain drug, and that was laced with something that he wasn't looking to do. And if he was, it wasn't uh, properly done. And, you know, what happened happened. But it's not an overdose. And they love to use the word overdose. I don't like that idea. I think using the word overdose when somebody has been poisoned it's just wrong because it makes it seem like they were a junkie. That man wasn't a junkie. So Meta dropped 4%. That's, or excuse me, 22%. That's a big deal. The stocks keep going down right now because people aren't re- reaching their numbers. You see, Meta, although it sounds dope, for them to reach the goals that they want to reach, people have to have those glasses on, and that has to be monetized. At the moment, you're still building, so you're not going to see too much growth. That doesn't mean that in five years, Meta isn't going to be the biggest thing out. So be aware of what's going on in the stocks. Google is cutting their stocks for the first time in some time uh, by 21, 21 cuts, right? So each stock is going to, so right now, if you wanted a share of Google, it'd be $3,000. They're cutting it down to 20, 20 shares, the one that's what it is. Okay. 20 shares, the one. So they're going to take that one share. They're going to split it up into 20. And now you can buy a share of a share for 120 bucks. That makes you, well, it's a share, but it's just not going to be as valuable as the original. Um, nonetheless, It's a good thing for new investors. I'm not sure how the investors that are deep into it are, but it's a way for growth for them. It's a way to encourage more people to come. And Google isn't going to go away anytime soon. So I'm not a professional in this field. Seek professional uh, assistance, but this is definitely a good thing. And watch... watch what commodities go down and then watch what's a need and then pay attention to how you can invest in those needs so that you can capitalize later. Warren Buffett always said that when people spend, you save. And when people save, you spend that time is, is literally coming up now. Like we are about to just jump into this phase of people not being able to spend and buy things. And you'll be able to take your money and go purchase what you need at a great, great deal. Like you will even be able to turn a profit on most of the things you'll buy from here to about probably next year. Like it's not even resale. It's just like legitimate, yo, it's legitimate, uh, just profits. Just people ain't going to have it. Eminem is being nominated to be inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame. Good for him. He's the goat. One of the reasons why I started music. One of the, I mean, biggest influence, influential artist in my life on my first album. Marshall is an alien like none other and you can be mad at his story or how he raps and how he does about it but if anybody deserved to be in the rock and roll hall of fame it would be eminem i can't wait to hear you know wayne get inducted i can't believe that's not even a thing yet there's a bunch of people that i think in hip-hop and i think we need to start a a hip-hop hall of fame that we look at you know at a high guard and a high tier and that we're able to sit back and go wow look at the hip-hop hall of fame and how amazing the hip-hop hall of fame is because rock and roll is dead Let's just keep that a beam. Remember rock and roll was supposed to outpace hip hop. But yeah, nobody gives a shit. Hip hop is still here. So the hip hop Hall of Fame needs to definitely uh, be a thing and something that we respect. You know, the same way that we need to start respecting and putting more respect on the BET Awards and and the Hip Hop Music Awards. Uh, What else? Oh, okay. Yo, why is everybody mad at Rihanna and ASAP? I thought it was a beautiful thing that they was having a baby. Most people that are complaining about them having a baby are like their relationship because ASAP is like, 
not the billionaire that she was with. Y'all are pathetic. Leave them alone. They are completely happy. They look elated to be having a baby. It seems like Rihanna's in a position now where, I mean, it all lined up for her. Good for her. Good for him. I mean, he looks, look at him. Yo, shout out to ASAP. Y'all are such haters. And all that shit with Drake and Chris Brown. If y'all don't cut that out, both of these dudes got babies. And look what happened. They went and had, uh, they had babies. That's it. They just had babies. I thought it was funny. Summer Walker got a new haircut, but I don't. Check on your strong friends and her, somebody. You good. I mean, I get it. You can do what you want, but I just feel like sometimes you got to take the phone away. Now, Whoopi Goldberg, (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg, you understand that a person that names himself Goldberg, just off rip, may have an identity crisis. How about the fact that Whoopi Goldberg is actually on record defending cultural appropriation, which I don't think is a thing. I don't think cultural appropriation even exists. Let me just state that. Um, I think as a world, we all have different cultures and we share our cultures. And then that's just what it is. I don't see as an appropriation of culture because how do you appropriate culture? Like you have to literally give me the definition and say that that's what's going on here. Because the biggest appropriation is always hair. And I find that pathetic pathetic because if anybody talks to my daughters the way y'all be talking to kim kardashian i'm a spaz like my little girls might not look spanish or black enough for you but they can wear their hair in braids they can even lock their hair if they want to have you not been to puerto rico have you not seen how we have our hairstyles they can do whatever the fuck they want and you can too that's the great part about being in america and most of the people that scream about culture appropriation usually appropriate other people's culture themselves and are just hypocritical but Whoopi Goldberg has actually been on her show, The View, defending Kim Kardashian for the hairstyle. Now, Whoopi herself, I think, is an amazing person because she's been around my whole life. I love Whoopi Goldberg. I never had a problem with Whoopi Goldberg until she started talking on The View. And I realized that probably she wasn't the person that I thought she was. She's very opinionated and she has her stance just through the lenses of her life. Not a bad thing. It's not for me. I don't care for the virtuoso-ness. I don't care for people that will take a, a <laughs> I don't I don't even know how people that are able to take negative ne- a, a negative subject and then spin it as if they're doing a positive thing with it. Like for example, this whole thing about her talking about the Holocaust. She thought that she was going to make something so disgusting as the Holocaust seem as if it was just not racist the holocaust was just people versus people no ma'am the holocaust is 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 horrible what happened during the holocaust and as a person from new york city who has a lot of jewish friends i have probably a a lot and i love all my jewish friends i love all my friends because they're different like this is this is amazing to me that this shit came out of her mouth this lady's name is karen her name is Karen. It's not Whoopi. Whoopi's a fake name. Her name is Karen Elaine Johnson. Goldberg is a Jewish name. Jewish people have gone through a lot of shit, right? But it's documented. So it's not like it's a mystery. Unlike the shit that we've gone through that's documented, but it's kind of hidden. You know what I'm saying? So there's certain things that we won't talk about. And that is definitely one of them. And I believe that we should try to get to a point where we figure out um, 
the respect boundaries to just stop talking about the negative things that happen to other races and just mind your fucking business. But Whoopi Goldberg did on, on her show yesterday was really, she tried to make something look so fucking nice and, and, and sweet and rose colored lenses. And in all reality, it was virtual signaling at its best. And that cast is something special. That's all I'm going to say. That cast is something special, but Miss, uh, <laughs> Miss Whoopi, Miss Caitlin, Karen, excuse me, Miss Karen, uh, apparently was was viv- livid after being suspended for two weeks, and I can't believe she wasn't canceled immediately. She should have been. Ca- she's led cancellations on her show. She belittles and berates people all the time, uh, cuts people off. She's even argued with people on her set, and I don't care. I think that's amazing TV. Good for you. That's the great part about it. The ignorant part about this is that not only did she do what she did on her show, then she went on to another show and then did the same shit again. Even being coached into not saying this shit, she did the same shit again. It just doesn't work. And all it does is the fact that you brought this up during Black History Month. Now what you cause is that you have black people now going, well, what did Whoopi do that was so bad? You see what I'm saying? I seen it all over Facebook and I was like, "Mm, I don't like that. Why are we even don't compare the evils of the world like evils are evils. Damn, man, it's so hard to describe what that is to me because there's certain things that they promote and that they're like. For example, that Rogan is an anti-vaxxer. Rogan is not an anti-vaxxer. Never said he was. He said, if you need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't. I've always been a firm believer in, first off, ask your doctor. I don't know shit, but I wanted the medicine. I said that to y'all since the beginning. Where's the medicine at? Why are we just going right for the shot? That doesn't mean I'm an anti-vaxxer. If you need it, go take it. I'm 1,000 with that. My kids have the HPV shot. That wasn't one of those things that I was too fond of getting, but I understand why they needed it. Um, And I know a lot of people have an issue with that. But yeah, I'm a believer in in, in things that work, okay? I'm not a believer in things that are rushed, and I'm not a believer in just some shit that somebody on TV told me. And unfortunately, we are in a position right now where so much information is available that no matter what side you stand on, you have enough information to be backed on. Like, you can literally say, I don't believe in this, Google it, and there'll be a million people that agree. Not a good thing. Well, Whoopi Goldberg proved yesterday was that she's not only disconnected, but that virtuoso shit, it, it, it's its what I said last week about the woke people trying to change everything and reform everything, right? They go around fucking everybody else up, trying to make things better for them, that when they're done ruining everybody else's life, they got to turn back and just ruin their own shit. Like, they literally have to keep on going because they have no purpose in life. The idea that somebody has a problem with what you say or how you do something, unless it hurts somebody or affects their livelihood physically financially or mentally and i mean literally when i say mentally excuse me because that one's very wishy-washy i'm gonna take that one out let's scratch that one from the record as long as nobody's affecting your pockets your food or you physically mind your fucking business Whoopi goldberg did was not mind her fucking business and i think it should be stated that your stage name is culture appropriation And I wanted to give you that. I was like, yo, I remember that I even had to go look it up. I remember when she put when she had that little back and forth over the whole hair thing and how she thought it wasn't cultural appropriation. But what is your name? That's all. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And what's the point of downplaying anything like I, I hate the idea that we live in a time. You know that all this shit happened, right? Slavery, that the Holocaust, that Hiroshima, um shit the civil war uh what else has happened 9-11 like all these things really happen 
excuse me it wasn't these aren't like made up fictional stories these things really happen don't rewrite them like there's a lot of rewriting in history and it scares the shit out of me don't rewrite it don't endangered servitude or indentured servitude what the fuck is that well nobody choosing to be a fucking slave don't rewrite history don't allow people to do this because we have to know what happened but we have to not do is live in the history right we have to move past the shit it's not good for us to live in it but don't change it either that shit don't make it right i don't i don't i'm not okay with that i'm not okay with that that won't fuck me up let's get right back into it okay y'all y'all gonna get mad at me for this one but i just i need to bring this one up have y'all seen jocelyn's cabaret here in las vegas all right i love jocelyn to death like jocelyn is is fucking awesome jocelyn has her part three of her cabaret here in vegas and it was shot at an old strip club called the library on boulder highway so if you know the area you know what i'm talking about what's the nastiest shit you've seen on reality tv there's the spit from pumpkin spitting onto new york on flavor of love there's diddy when he was doing making the band and he had the two dudes sing battling for a bed he's like sing to him motherfucker sing in his face sing sing to him and the dude's like oh you make me and he's like all aggressive and shit with the dude and other dudes like you can't touch me bitch you gonna get out my and he made r&b dudes sing battle for beds that's probably the second nastiest moment in reality uh reality tv history now the third is jocelyn bringing the stripper or excuse me bringing the cabaret dancers to the cabaret club and then not to dance but to clean the whole fucking club up yo the club's been closed for a little while and jocelyn had full first off the y'all gotta watch this shit when i promise you when i say this is probably one of the nastiest moments in in reality tv history is it's like three or four on the list i swear to god because did he having those dudes sing sing to each other this shit right here when they were, he was sing sing more aggressive and if I find the video I'm gonna post it cause he was like sing motherfucker sing like your life depends on it cause it does and the dude was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's fucking great yo why did, did he do that shit to them boys go get me some cheesecake bitch that's all it was the cheesecake thing alright anyway I just wanted to get that out there cause that shit was crazy hey man shout out to Loner uh, that's, that's the boy so remember Magnet Fishing we talked about it before, and I was like, yo, how shitty would it be if you were a criminal and some dickhead 40 years later magnet fishes your shit out of the fucking water, right? Here we go again. This one's great. This one's from Florida. And uh, it sounded like a cute story. It was a grandfather and a grandson, and they wanted to go out and have a good time, and the grandson had autism. So grandfather saw these videos on YouTube, and he's like, yo, I want to go magnet fishing with my grandson. He has autism, and he might enjoy this better than traditional fishing, which is a little slower paced. And honestly, for somebody that's like hyper and that cannot, you know, keep calm long enough, it's not too enjoyable to go fishing if it's not enjoyable to go fishing this is more interesting it's quicker paced and start sorry the screen keeps moving it's quicker paced and it, it definitely would be more invigorating than just catching fish because that might be kind of gross for a little kid but if you catch like i don't know a sniper rifle that would i was gonna say blow his mind let me not say that but if you find a sniper rifle in the water that'd be pretty fucking amazing right it's a lot better than finding a, a fucking fish just being honest the stories out of cnn it's from my favorite place in the world florida which is a whole different place in the world by itself a florida man and his grandson couldn't believe their eyes when they reeled in more than just scrap metal and bottle caps during a magnet fishing weekend trip 
Dwayne Smith and his 11-year-old grandson, Alan, I'm not going to give him the last name. Alan, we're out magnet fishing. We're out on a magnet fishing trip January 30th in Homestead, a suburb of Miami, Florida. Well, within five minutes of their arrival, Cadwell reeled in two sniper rifle receivers and bulk carrier groups wrapped in shrink wrap. What the fuck is... Okay, Dexter was in Miami doing all that shit he was doing. Y'all remember that? And Dexter would saran wrap everything. Remember my point for the last time. Why are these magnet motherfuckers ruining people's crimes? This is the first time magnet fishing, Smith said, and they chose a bridge with a canal near a near where he normally goes hiking. Excuse I double read that because I can't read, but we know that. Um, it doesn't seem like there was any ill intent either, by the way. I just want to make that clear. This, this, He wasn't out there like, oh, I threw these guns in here 40 years ago. Let me dig them out. It's a hobby that Smith recently became interested in after watching several videos on YouTube about the ins and outs about the ins and outs of magna fishing. He figured that he would it would be more engaging for his grandson who has autism than traditional fishing, which is what I said at the beginning. With magna fishing, every time you cast out or every other time something comes up. Uh, there's a bottle cap or, you know, a $7,000 sniper rifle. Smith, who's a retired infantry soldier and trained in deploying sniper weapons. First off, the idea this guy's like a cold-blooded killer and he's just out magna fishing with his grandson is beyond me. Uh, Smith, who's a retired infantry soldier who trained and deployed sniper weapons, said that he knew the weapons were military grade he estimates each one's each one weighed 20 pounds that's a little random um after doing some research he said they could be worth up twenty thousand dollars because they've been there for many many years in the condition that they were in uh the police are investigating this because you can't just find a weapon and, and just let it be so day county or miami something is taking care of this that shit's crazy the idea that he just dug up two sniper rifles up out the water two like coincidence i don't know i don't know i just feel like this is like some old dickhead that did some crimes and he's like oh look what i found surprise <coughs> excuse me i don't think magnet fishing should be allowed i think that they should stop magnet fishing i don't believe magnet fishing is something that should be acceptable so <laughs> there's this youtuber he's very famous in latin america I thought this was the kid that fell off the balcony when he got caught cheating on his wife during their uh, honeymoon. It's not him. This is a whole different kid. So this kid pulled pranks and just did YouTube. He's just a Spanish YouTuber. So all the shit Logan Paul and all these guys do. Now, last year, apparently, apparently, my bad, I'm from the South. It happens. Apparently, last year, he did a prank with a friend where they put ketchup in a bathtub and pretended that the friend had died. Then he did one himself that completely blew that one out of the water where he sat in the car, went live with a buddy of his and hired two dudes on motorcycles to pretend blow his ass out of the fucking car. Just lighten him up, played dead, came back and he wasn't dead. Apparently a couple months later, yesterday, the day before he's at his house, chilling, partying, shooting some type of YouTube video slips and falls to nearly his death. I'm not sure how everybody's taking it. I just think it's very interesting that this kid played dead and now this happened and, and his family is saying that, no, he's in really, really bad condition. And he's not doing well. Um, don't play with death. That's not a prank. That shit ain't funny. Do better. Be creative. The beef I had with the Twitch people blowing farts in cups still stands. You have to have a, a talent. Somebody said, oh, well, what if their talent is gathering people? That's fine. That's not talent. That's popularity. There's a difference. I wasn't able to answer your question, but uh, remind myself, whatever mark this is to answer 27 minutes or some shit. That's the difference. When somebody can just get a lot of people to gather, you're popular. You're not talented. 
completely different thing. You can be completely, you can be the most popular person in the world and be talentless and have no, I mean, characteristics of anything that has anything to do with like a skill. You're just good at getting people together. That shit, that is a skill. You know my point, because popularity does not beat talent. I don't give a shit. Anyway, story comes from Vice, and I thought it was really interesting because Vice did a great job on it. It was just too long, so I condensed it. One of Latin America's best-known controversial YouTubers is reportedly in intensive care after falling off a third-floor balcony in Argentina on Monday. The news was first reported Tuesday morning by Argentinian journalist Juan Echo Engoyin who later claimed to have received confirmation from Cabrera's father why they put his last name again? Echogoyin. 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 Pero como se dice esto? Echogoyin. Echogoyin. The reporter went on to say in a video that Cabrera is currently fighting for his life. Está peleando por su vida. The accident reportedly took place while Cabrera, 24, was... Why do they always put their age? Was filming a video on a balcony of his house in Villa Carlos Paza. Paz? a popular party town outside of the city of Cordoba. What are we doing? This isn't even English. Cabrera, the Spanish show was easier when it was in Spanish, so freestyling. Cabrera, who was born in the neighboring Uruguay, has lived in Argentina for many years. It's unclear exactly what happened or what he was filming and how he fell. It's crazy, right? Uh, in December 2020, Cabrera and his friends created a fake hoax video where two gunmen on motorcycles seemingly murdered him in his car. Yeah, I don't think people were too happy about that. People were butthurt. There's a lot of RIPs and little tears and a lot of tears being shed. Unfortunately for him, he's now in grave uh, critical condition. Excuse me, not grave danger. He's in critical condition. And was it for the gram or for the YouTube video? I don't know. Be careful, y'all. It ain't worth your life. Please be careful. Like, just do better. You guys, trust me, you're special. Just show us that you're special. I got an air fryer and I thought I'd never get one. So shout out to my old lady. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what's wrong with calling your girl bitch? Like, yo, that's my, I'm just asking because I'm from the nineties and that's how we talk. And I was watching the Rick James doc. Matter of fact, we'll talk about Rick James, the Rick James doc uh, on the next episode. Let me write that down. That was great. Shorty was like, I didn't know what the girl's name was because all he called her was bitch. <laughs> I said, damn, I got a song where I start off going, I love my bitch. That's my bitch. I'm from the 90s, bitch. Because that's just how we talk. We don't mean that in any bad way. And I'm sorry for dropping so many bitches. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's that. And that's the show. Comment below. Tell me how you feel about all the stuff that we talked about today. You know what the show's about. Discourse. Head over to my TikTok. I'm popping over there. You know what time it is when we over there? I, it's just a rapper thing I'm just supposed to say. But my name is Kasabian Lavo. Live in the moment. Don't Excuse me. My name's Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.